Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where each week we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers. It's the week of February 7th. I'm Jenny Ruiz, and I'm joined by our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, how's it going? It's great, Jenny. Great to be back with you again this week, um, and especially as we turn into February. Uh, another month, which means some predictions at the end of the podcast. But I want to start with the fact that most areas in the country are starting to benefit from finally seeing the sun and warmer temperatures. But our friends out in the West Coast were just issued a state of emergency earlier this week due to a massive rainstorm, uh, especially out in the California, specifically Los Angeles and France, uh, San Francisco area. May is when what did we see coming out of the weekend over the last seven days? Well, Jenny, specifically to the West Coast, we haven't seen too much of a disruption to, you know, over-the-road transportation. That could change in the coming days as, you know, the rain continues. But not only the rain, it's going to start snowing a little more inland in states like Nevada and Colorado and Utah. So it's something to keep an eye on. But we haven't seen anything impactful yet to the freight markets. But overall to the freight markets over the past seven days, we saw a huge U-turn. I mean, rates are rapidly decreasing. And then on the flip side, diesel is climbing. It's the complete opposite of what we experienced in January, but what we anticipated to happen in January. So give me some, uh, some facts about where we are sitting uh, you know, with, with the national average rate per mile and tender ejections. What are we sitting at with uh, those specifics? Definitely, Jenny. Well, last week when we were speaking, the national average rate per mile line haul was about $1.84. Yep. Yesterday, Monday, it was down to $1.76, and the decrease is actually only intensifying. Um, we're going to continue to see most regions give back any gain they saw through the winter weather mayhem yep. over the next two weeks or so. Um, and then on the tender rejections, there's a, there's a little surprise there, but when we look at reefer tender rejections, we're definitely seeing them fall back in more typical trends as you know temperatures across the country are more typical averages. Sure. But when we look at dry bands, it's, it's kind of interesting because rates have been falling pretty rapidly, but 10 rejections have been holding right around 5% for the past two weeks. And that's at a higher level than any time throughout 2023. Um, and Jenny, when you, when you think about it, it's probably because a lot of carriers are coming up on you know negotiations, new RFPs, and are selecting to reject their most negative freight or their hardest freight to run right now. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what uh, net new carrier revocations look like for January. I know we don't get those numbers until another week or two, maybe, but uh, it's going to be interesting, especially with, you know, all of the, the rate mayhem that we saw in January, plus insurance premiums that went up and, and the carriers that have managed somehow to stay open through what was a, a lackluster holiday season that we would normally see. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jenny. It's going to be interesting and very telling. Um, it's also going to be interesting as we move farther in Q1 to see where that spread between contract rates and spot rates are. Yeah. Um, are, are shippers able to uh, continue to hold down rates or are we going to see some you know, increases in contract rates overall? We will see. That said, you know what it's time for, the regional breakdown. Now, in the last week, lots have happened with just under a week until Valentine's Day and things are starting to heat up. But what are some, what are some of the markets with the most movement, either up or down, Maze? Well, Jenna, we're going to start in the Midwest. The Midwest has definitely seen significant declines um, over the past week, especially in the higher volume freight markets. But it is followed by parts of the Northeast. Now, the Northeast overall saw increases and decreases, but the highest volume markets like Elizabeth, New Jersey and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, definitely saw their rates decrease. Um, now, jumping down to the Southeast, 
like you mentioned, we're approaching Valentine's Day. We are, we are experiencing the Southeast heating up a little bit with a little bit tighter capacity. We really led with the state of Florida, though, as we anticipated approaching Valentine's Day. Sure. Sure. Now, since we noted at the top of the show, let's dive right into the West Coast. I would imagine it's continued to be one of the least desirable areas for carriers and inbound freight. What can we expect this week? For sure, Jenny. Um, it's still not going to be a desirable place for carriers to end up, especially with the weather. Not only are the rates low leaving the West Coast, but now you're going to have to deal with driving through the weather. I, I anticipate that we are going to continue to see capacity issues going to the West Coast. Um, but overall, Pending any weather events, the West Coast is going to remain somewhat flat for the most part, I think. I don't think the West Coast necessarily has as much room to go down as the rest of the country because we did not see the increases through the, you know, the winter storm mayhem. But when you look at the Pacific Northwest, I do think that we are going to start seeing you know, the gains from Washington and Oregon State start declining pretty rapidly. Oh, man, that's going to be interesting for, Cal uh, for the West Coast. I'm curious to know where California will land next week, especially because I think as of today, uh, Wednesday, the rain will start to clear up. So we'll see what that kind of, you know, what kind of conditions that leaves truck drivers in and how it affects the, the rates going in and out. Now, the Midwest looks like it's taking the second spot for most losses in rates across all lanes of haul. Is that right? And what are your call outs here? That's exactly right, Jenny. Um, and I think we're going to continue to see this trend this week. We're not experiencing any winter weather. Um, at the end of the day, I think we're going to see the Midwest continue to be the area where carriers want to go to, believe it or not. So, like, you're going to anticipate rates continuing to go down going into the Midwest just because rates are still relatively high. So carriers are looking to take, you know, a, a shot at getting those higher rates for the short time coming. Yeah. But on the flip side, we're also going to start seeing rates decline going out of the Midwest. So carriers have to be careful with, you know, making that destination of the Midwest um, because rates are not going to stay super favorable for much longer. They're going to continue to trend downward. So is the trend for most of these regions. Now, after three weeks of gloom, uh, you know, per for me personally, the Northeast is finally starting to see the sun, but some parts of uh, New England are still dealing with some snow showers and high winds. Uh, you know, even long hauls took a near 2% dip in rates over the last seven days. So what should we expect here? That's right, Jenny. Um, to your point on long hauls, I think that's really going to be driven by you know that I-95 corridor freight yeah. leaving the Northeast, going down to the Southeast. Still seeing increases. Um, overall, the Northeast is going to continue to soften. Um, there are pockets of tightening in you know states like New York and Massachusetts and Connecticut, but with capacity being oversupplied in the largest volume markets in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, you're going to start seeing that capacity kind of flow outward and really drive a downward change in rates over the next week or so. Mm. Let's jump on down uh, just a bit and head into the south. Now, this area is another region seeing some decline. And Mays, this past Monday, a nationwide strike in Mexico has begun in an effort to protest rising cargo theft and violence against freight transporters. Um, this does include cross-border trucking, so we may see some delays with imports, which at this time, with imports already in a delicate spot, could mean trouble ahead. Help us break down what's happening here. Well, Jenny, the, Mexico is no different than the U.S. over the past 18 months where cargo theft is, you know, on the rise. Although in Mexico, it's a, it's a little more violent sometimes. Yep. Um, so it's definitely something to be cautious of. When it comes to imports, this could definitely continue to drive some volatility in the freight markets down in Texas um, along the border markets. And you actually see that in the past week where rates are, are not really seeing loosening. 
some of the markets are actually seeing tightening. Um, I, I think it's something definitely to keep an eye on because, you know, Mexico has surpassed China as our biggest importer of goods. So there's a lot of, you know, reshoring being done down in Mexico. So um, hopefully this doesn't last too long. And, and you know, the, you know, the trucking associations down there get what they need for their protection. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on without a doubt, because the South, as you mentioned, hasn't really seen the declines over the past week as other regions, um, especially the higher volume markets like Dallas and Houston hmm. and the markets along the border. Um, most of the decreases in rates in the South came out of Oklahoma just because of the, the winter weather there. Yeah. So it's something to keep an eye on without a doubt, Jenny. It was a great call out. It's, uh, it's an exciting time in the South and not for the best reasons, but we'll certainly you know keep on checking back as, as we progress. Now, moving a little bit over to the east, the southeast ha uh, may have seen some of the biggest gains with outbound freight as flour imports continue to increase. We know Miami continues to be the hottest market there. What are your call outs for this region? Well, Jenny, you hit it right on the spot. It's Miami that's really going to be driving the increased cost, but also bringing capacity down from other markets in Florida. Over the next week, we're going to see this kind of die out. Um, mm -hmm. If you jump up to Georgia and look at the market of Atlanta, it's the highest volume market in the Southeast. We're still seeing you know, pretty rapidly declines on rates from last week to this week. Okay. That's really gonna be set the motion for the rest of the Southeast over the next two weeks as we you know, move our way past Valentine's Day. Let's see, let's see. Now closing out with the coastal region, this region comes in on the third place spot for most losses in rates. But Mays, do you anticipate there being some gains in this area as imports from the Southeast come in and hit other markets across the nation? So I don't think so. Um, I actually think there's a lot of room for continued declines in the coastal region because they were kind of, you know, eating off of the northeast gains over yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um, so if you actually look at the coastal region in the past week, the largest declines were in markets in the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. um, you know, parts of Virginia and Maryland are still seeing increases um, as that capacity kind of gets back to normalcy. Um, over the next week, I think we're going to actually continue to see decreases. Um, because there's plenty of capacity down in the coastal region and we have plenty of room to continue to go down for the month of February, I'd say, at the minimum. Oh man, I wonder if next week's episode is going to be just a bunch of uh, continued losses across each region. I guess, uh, I guess we'll see. But speaking of predictions, it's the top of the month, so it's time to bust out the crystal ball. I've got to ask you, what are some of your top predictions for the month of February? Well, Jenny, I think we're going to definitely continue to see the trend, as you mentioned. Next week's episode is probably going to sound somewhat familiar, although it may have some volatility in the West Coast, something to keep an eye out for. Right. Uh, but I think that at a national level, we're going to see rates decline probably another 4% through the month of February. Oh, um, it is a leap year, so there is an extra day. Um, you know, there's not a lot of volume out there right now. Volume has been kind of dying down since yeah. the new year. Um, but one thing to keep an eye on is tender rejections. They're continuing to be at 5%. You know, are they going to stay there? I think we're going to start seeing that slowly decline um, and, and head towards the 4% mark by the end of the month. But again, right now we're, we're in the middle of the hustle and bustle RFP season. So there's a lot of new awards going out um, that take place and go into effect in Q1. So it's going to be interesting to see where spot rates and contract rates spread ends this month. Yeah. Um, as, you know, a lot of large shippers start you know, putting in place their new rates for 2024. Do you think reefer rejections will continue to kind of level out and, and go down? I do think so. Um, you know, there's mainly two regions that are really carrying reefer rejections, and that's going to be the Southwest and Midwest. 
Um, the Northeast is kind of in their shadows. I think with the continued warmer temperatures in the Midwest, we're going to see rejections kind of slowly decline, although, you know, reef rejections are traditionally higher than van rejections. Um, but I would say that reef rejections are probably going to come in around 5% by the end of the month. There's just not as much freight out there. There's not as much need for, you know, reefer capacity to yeah. protect the freeze, and it's only going to go farther down as we round out February. All right. I uh, thank you for reminding me it was a leap year. I was wondering why there was an extra day this year because I thought it ended on the 28th. But anyway, um, another interesting month up, up ahead. Have fun watching the Super Bowl this weekend, and we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Until then, as always, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Ah! <laughs>